Welcome to Your 7th Sense, a show for mission-driven entrepreneurs to evolve into unstoppable, intuitive leaders. Listen to Terry and her guests as they share stories of being powered by angels and intuition to achieve their success. Now, let's unlock the power in you with your host, Terry Wildeman. Welcome, everyone, to Your 7th Sense. I'm your host, Terry Wildeman. It is my pleasure to have today a phenomenal woman, Candy Barone. Candy and I met at the Evolutionary Business Council, and I have to tell you, this woman is a rock star. The work that she is doing in corporate America is stuff that I absolutely love. I do similar things, but to watch Candy in action, let me tell you, she makes my heart sing. And I know that today she's going to be giving you a lot of information that is going to be helpful Help that is going to help you align in mind, body, and spirit as you work either in your career or as an entrepreneur. So a little bit about Candy Barone. Candy is the CEO of You Powered Strong. And what the heck just popped up on my screen? I am so sorry. Your whole thing just got <laughs> taken off. Okay, intuition, done. Let's, I'm going to do the bio one more time. Uh, Candy Barone is the CEO of You Empowered Strong, a leadership development expert, a trainer and executive coach, as well as an international speaker and Amazon best-selling author. She is a catalyst. And yes, she is. You should see this woman in action. She's a change agent who works with executives and emerging leaders to help bring heart. And I love that. I don't know if you realize my uh, prior business name was Heart Center Success. Uh, bring heart back into leadership while feeding the soul of their business with 20 years in corporate combined with a bachelor's degree in mechanical engineering certification as Six Sigma Black Bell and an MBA. She is a master at building exceptional high performing teams. She was named 2014-15 VIP woman of the year by the National Association of Professional Women and the recipients of the 2015 Speakers Association Local Collaborator Award and nominated as a 2015 profile in Power Central Texas Woman of Influence. And she's been showcased all over the place. CNN, US News and World Report. Oh, I can go on and on about this woman. However, that's not what makes Candy tick. Let's talk about what makes Candy tick. So Candy, can you share with me a little bit about intuition and how it integrates with everything that we just talked about in your bio? Yeah, absolutely. And first, let me just say thank you so much for having me on the show, Terry. It is such an honor to be here. And I love everything that you represent and the work that you do and love when we get the opportunity to play together. So um, <laughs> thank you. Um, as far as intuition, it's interesting because even in the transition of the work that I was doing in corporate, you know, I have a mechanical engineer. I worked in a lot of tech companies, um, high profile Fortune 100 companies throughout my career and grew as a leader really quickly. Um, and one of the things I always found to be uh, an interesting point was though my background and skill set were certain things or my quote training, I always got asked to move into spaces where I was developing people, mentoring people, training people, coaching people and there was such a passion and love even when I was an account exec myself I was number two because I spent a lot of my time coaching and developing the rest of my team to help them really lift in a, in a broader way and so what was interesting is as I moved into some various um, aspects of my career had a couple rock-bottom moments I ended up working for someone
someone who turned out to be the biggest godsend for me. Um, she really opened me up in a way. And I remember when she said, Candy, you're a force to be reckoned with. You're a leader. You have people that want to follow you. And you would be even more effective and, and powerful if you could learn to stand in your own vulnerability. And at first, there was a lot of resistance to that. And what was interesting is as I opened up that space to be more vulnerable, I also opened up space to trust and lean into my intuition more. And so when the transition kind of arrived, and it really did arrive, I ended up with three signs that were very deliberate around what my next move was. In fact, I knew I was leaving corporate and I was moving to Austin, Texas before I knew what I was actually doing. And mm -hmm. when it actually landed in my lap, there was a book that a mentor of mine gave me called The Traveler's Gift by Andy Andrews, which is one of my personal favorites. And I believe it's chapter five that talks about having a decided heart. And when I was talking to my mentor, Kevin, and everything just started to drop in and my intuition was very like in tune with what my next steps was, I remember saying to him, wow, you empowered strong or yes, isn't a program I'm supposed to create while I'm working for somebody else. It's who I am. And I started to ball and I lost it. And he looked at, he, I remember the phone call because he said, Candy Barone, you have a decided heart. And everything just fell into place from there. The minute I gave myself permission to step into that intuition, everything just started to unfold. And the more I leaned into it, the more things opened up. Mm -hmm. And that's part of what I get to do going back into corporate spaces or working with entrepreneurs that are trying to build or bigger organizations is to help them lean into that intuitive heart felt soul filled space that says trust what you already have and what you know and lean into that to lead differently and lead with love and lead from love so is it fair to say that alignment is key and when you are in alignment everything transpires to give you exactly what it is you need to take you on your journey forward towards your goals Yes, alignment is key, but before you can get to alignment, you have to get into a space to understand your core values at the very deepest center of who you are. And so understanding your standards of integrity, understanding what are your non-negotiables, understanding what fills your heart, fills your soul. If you don't take time to pull that back. And a lot of times when I work with people, I, we call that your what, why, and who, what is it you're trying to affect, create influence, put out into the world? What's that living legacy? Who do you choose to be? And it's a choice. Who do you it choose is. to be and how do you choose to lead? And why is that so compelling for you? Why is that something that lights you up? And a lot of times it taps into those stories. We're afraid to step back into the journey that we chose coming into this world. I really believe we choose our journey. Mm -hmm. And yet then we become afraid of the journey itself, not realizing it was the catalyst to move us forward. And then yeah. who do you serve. And when you understand that, then alignment is absolutely key. Alignment without clarity, alignment without understanding who you are. Alignment, it's kind of like having discipline for the sake of discipline or habits for the sake of habits. If you don't have the right alignment, Alignment isn't anything more than another thing that you're chasing after. It's about getting clear and then having the right alignment that matches that. Mm -hmm. Is it even possible? I, I'm going to ask a, a question here, which I've never asked before. Is it possible to even be in alignment if those things aren't in place first? Um, I would say yes, 
but alignment to things that aren't authentic to who you are. You can be in alignment and be fully, if you're buying into someone else's story and you're living your life based on someone else's version of you, I do believe you can be in alignment with that. However, what happens is you lose the authenticity of your own true being. So alignment for self is lost. You can be aligned to something that's not for you, but alignment to self is then the cost that you leave or that, that you end up putting on the table as a result. So if the question is, is it alignment to self? I don't think you can do that without getting that clarity and without stepping in because we can have alignment to a lot of different things. I think it's the alignment, the authentic alignment, if we were going to get more powerful, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that only happens when, as I say, you step into a space to lean into God's whisper, which is your intuition. So when you Mm -hmm. hear the whispers, God, universe, Tao, Buddha, whatever you want to call it. In fact, I have a mastermind group that because people are challenged in the nomenclature of what they call their higher power. We've joked that we're going to call it Penelope because it doesn't matter what you call it. It's not about the name. It's about your own personal journey, walk and relationship in that space. And when you get clarity around what that means for you, because I do believe spirituality, I do believe that intuition is a very personal space that only you can decide if you're in alignment or not when it's authentic alignment to who you are and who you choose to be. I agree hundred percent with that, with the intuition. It is very, very personal. We're born with our intuition, but unfortunately society squashes it out of us for whatever reason. Now, one thing you said that was very interesting to me is I never really thought about uh, being in alignment with something that isn't part of who you are naturally. You opened up that space for me because it was just something that I never really looked at before. So I'm going to share a scenario with you and tell me if I understand it properly. Um, Because alignment is something that I talk about a lot. You've just opened up another facet to it, Mm. which is really very cool. Uh, Say, for example, um, you have, you're very successful in your career, but you're in your career because your parents force you into it. How often have we heard that story? So are you saying then that you are in alignment with the parents and those goals because you didn't want to uh, uh, upset them and you wanted to be a good son or a good daughter? And so you ended up in that career uh, because you felt that you didn't have a choice because your parents told you that's what you were going to do. So are you in alignment with that? I'm trying to give examples too. Yeah. And actually I, I and it's interesting because I don't know if I've ever really thought about it that way either until you asked the question. And so, I mean, we're just in this, in the moment, right? And I do believe that you're in alignment to a belief you're carrying. The okay. difference is you're not in authentic alignment. Because it's not who you truly are and who, what was given to you as your gifts. I do believe, though, that if you've bought into someone else's story, if you've bought into a belief that's been handed down as a generational legacy, Mm. if you've been given a story or a mindset or a file that has been your due north, I believe you can be, however you set your GPS, you will, even if you think about it, even with an actual GPS, if you set the location wrong, you're in alignment to getting to that location. You will find a way to get there. And so when I think about that, if you've got your due north set based on someone else's expectations, someone else's belief, a generational story or file that's been handed down, I do believe you can be in alignment with that 
However, you lose yourself in the process. And, and so yeah, you're not aligned, not aligned to you. And so one of the things that I talk about with people constantly is resetting your due north resetting where your compass is going. Cause I always think about the Cheshire cat when he says, where are you going? She said, it doesn't matter. Then any path will get you there. You can be alignment into a space that doesn't serve you. Authentic alignment. And that, that phrase just keeps stepping into me right now. Mm -hmm. Authentic alignment is something completely different. It's like action for the sake of action is one thing. Inspired action that is an authentic alignment is totally different. And every time you say authentic um, alignment, which is how I've always seen it, I think of the, uh, uh, you know, chiropractic care is something very special to me. And when I see of the spine in alignment, Mm -hmm. the nerves work. The you know, pendulum, you know, our whole body works when our spine is in alignment, and I really believe that our intuition is. Well, the actually, energy. that's a great analogy because as someone who has scoliosis, I'll give you an example of not being able to be in alignment and someone else's version of that. Mm-hmm. I have scoliosis, so most chiropractors, unless they specialize in scoliosis, act, scoliosis can actually do me more harm than good because right. they're trying to get my body in alignment to a belief or a standard mm-hmm. versus working my body's natural alignment, I have actually been in traction with chiropractors that don't understand that. I've now found a holistic chiropractor that works with me differently so that I can be in attuned with the alignment designed for me. There you go. So I think that that actually is interesting that you bring Mm -hmm. that up because yes, while a chiropractor is all about alignment, be mindful that there's not one way to get into alignment. And And that's really important. You might be in traction a little bit if you're in alignment with something else versus authentic alignment, which means then my body moves with ease and grace. Yep. Absolutely. That's brilliant. And from the time you started talking about alignment, that image kept popping up. So I should have said it earlier. (laughs) Well, and for me, as soon as you said that, I'm like, and my spine is never going to be straight. Mm -hmm. So that idea of alignment by one standard is that I think, and so I think we, and it's one of the things that's always interesting when I do my workshops and other things, it's that really listening for understanding and getting into further clarifying what someone means by a term. The fact that that word alignment is such a big word. I actually had a session, I think it was in May, where the question came out, what's the difference between alignment and congruence? And I said, that's an interesting question. Why don't we have a discussion around that? So it was interesting because people had different variations of what that actually meant. So then the opportunity was to say, so for the context of this next three days, can we agree that we're going to define alignment this way for this context. And we're going to align, we're going to talk about congruence this way because until you let people think about what that means for them, because so many times we hear a phrase or a term or something like, yep, got it. And we're just like, "Mm." and we don't let it settle in to say, how does that resonate for me? And how does that feel? How do I truly define that? And if I were to be honest, what does that mean for me? And when I hear alignment, I think it's such a nebulous word. So to me, it can mean a variety of things. It's, are you speaking of that alignment of self? Are you speaking of that space that's here? Or am I just aligned to the fact that I'm following the cultural norm? I'm aligned with the fact that I'm not being present and showing up and I'm allowing myself to cop out and get sucked into all of the media and the drama and that having other people think for me, I'm very aligned with that. I'm very consistent in that. and I'm congruent in that doesn't mean that's the space of alignment that you're necessarily talking about. I think this is a perfect example of 
digging into that deeper and yeah and it's vetting great. out what that really means to each of us well this is the first time we've really talked about alignment the way we have on the show and it is absolutely brilliant so one of the things i want to um roll back a little bit is when we're talking about intuition uh, we often talk about on the show how people get images of things. Like I just got the image of the, of the spine for the chiropractic. People hear words. Mm -hmm. People feel things. Uh, clairsentient. And they're cognizant. They just know all four of them. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about intuition, do you talk about any of those? How people, how people see, hear, feel, know things? Yeah. Yeah, and it's, I've had all of those happen. I'm a very lucid dreamer, vivid dreamer. I also have premonitions a lot. Um, I do a lot of that kind of pre... I've, I've had many times where things have shown up. I'm like, I know exactly what's going to happen next. I've had the dream. Um, I've had times where I've almost driven off the road because I'll get the download or something that's processed. At the wrong time. <laughs> I still remember when I got a very clear message that said, you need to teach them how to lead from love with love. I was like, oh, that's cute. Sure, I can teach entrepreneurs that. And then I got a very clear resounding no. You need to go back where you came from. I'm like, you want me to go where with what and do what? And then it was going back into corporate and teaching them. And then it said, and you need to show them how to feed the soul of their business. And I was like, <laughs> almost drove off the road. Um, there's other times that it's just the, and I love the way Lisa Nichols will say it on The Secret, right? I know, like I know, like I know, like I know. Like you just, and what's interesting is the more you lean into your intuition and allow the various signs, it could be a song that you've heard eight times, but all of a sudden the music resonates. And I remember there's a passage, and I'll paraphrase it a little bit. One of my favorite books is Conversations with God. And there's a, pair, there's a chapter in there where he says, I feel like we ask the questions and you never answer. God says, I answer all the time, but you're not listening. It's the song that comes on and for that you've heard it seven times, but the eighth time you find yourself crying. Or it's the book that's been on your shelf for three years and all of a sudden you feel compelled to read it. All of that is your intuition speaking yeah. to you to say, you are ready now. And when you choose to receive those signs, receive those messages with gratitude, with openness, with surrender. It's amazing how much more they show up, how much more often I joke. I, the, the idea of intuition and, and manifestation, I think, are so parallel mm -hmm. and work hand in hand that you become a magic manifester because when you ask the question, you get exactly what you need and now you've known how to open yourself up to receive access. And so it's interesting because I'll tell people a lot of times, stop worrying about how, when, or why something is happening or not. The bigger question to ask is, am I opening up access in every way possible to receive what I just asked for? And may I add something else to that? Please. It's about being vulnerable enough to allow yourself to receive. Yes. Surrender because is all about vulnerability, trust, and faith. And because we started this with vulnerability, our session today, uh, our show today with you're talking about vulnerability and, you know, that is a really big thing. So many of us need to be in control all the time. We're too scared to allow ourselves to be vulnerable. And there are the other folks who give, 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 and they give to everybody. However, they don't allow themselves to be vulnerable enough to receive and it's give and take. Yeah. It's well, both. that's interesting. That just came up in my workshop last week. And it, and again, talk about channeling intuition that comes through because we were talking about people are like, I give so much, I give so much that instantly I said, when you find yourself giving all the time, 
without receiving, know that you are only depleting. And it was one of these where everyone in the room just kind of went, whoa. And I went, where did that come from? But when you really think about it, if you cannot, if you are not receiving when you give, you are doing nothing but depleting. You cannot give without receiving because the law of reciprocity is out of balance and yep. it's universally not possible. So what happens is you're depleting, you're depleting, you're depleting, which leaves you exhausted, resentful, wide open because there's a spectrum of vulnerability wide open that people take advantage of you you feel like you're not valued when you give and learn because we were having a huge discussion around people not being able to receive i said then you can't truly give you are fully give and Mm -hmm. it's such a space where those that are and i know this for someone who my entire focus this year has been learning how to receive wide open with full surrender in trust and faith and so everything needs to be ease and grace because i'm that person that's been pushing boulders up hills my entire life and i'm done over extending when there's so much more I want to give in order to do that, I've got to replenish and refill and receive in massive ways that are uncomfortable mm-hmm. so that I can then dial in and give. Yeah. And you know, Candy, you're so spot on with that. Uh, I personally, and, and I admit it have, and that's why I teach resilience the way I do. I have burned out several times mm-hmm. and it's completely because of a lack of boundaries. When we don't, when we keep giving, 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 and we don't set boundaries that allow us to replenish and receive, the only person we're hurting is ourselves. I lost my family. I'm I'm not gonna say I lost my family. My kids were little at the time. They saw me curled on the couch, you know, because it took me six months to heal from the worst burnout I ever had. Because for three years I gave, 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 and you know, it just all of a sudden depleted, 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 depleted. Yeah. Because you're giving the fumes, you're giving the crud, you're giving whatever's left in the well that's all icky and gross and tarnished because you've never put clean water and nourishment. So all you're doing is further depleting the well out and just giving over this crud to someone else that you say you love. And here's the thing that happened in that event. So um, I'm a, you know, we're a military family. Okay. And it was a tour where I was in service, my husband was in service. And I was so focused on being in service and ensuring that the people that were in our world at that time were happy, felt safe, felt secure in our watch. So it was all about them. It was all about ensuring that everything was in place, everything was in control for them. And that's where the give, 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 giving comes. And The key is there, and this is something that I've learned over the years, is the key is when you are vulnerable and learn to say, no, I can't do this, but I can do this. Because when we're constantly giving, we're not listening to intuition. We're not listening to anything. We're in an auto auto robotic mode of, and we've got a belief that says, I want to be a good person, so I need to keep serving. And you Mm -hmm. can't serve what you haven't filled. I tell people constantly. Exactly. There is a huge difference between selfish and selfful. Selfish says, I'm doing this in spite of others with no regards to others. It's all about me. Selfful, F-U-L-L, says, I'm doing this in order to serve others. You cannot give that which you do not have full and overflowing in yourself. 
and you are not serving people, even with the mindset that says, I got to keep giving, I got to keep giving caretakers. It's one of the biggest opportunities for yes. that is they have to have self care first. You have to take care of yourself. It's why they tell you to put your oxygen mask on first. You mm -hmm. cannot keep giving if you're running out of oxygen. That's right. No, it's absolutely true. It is so true. And, and as you know, I'm going through that myself right now uh, with, with the caregiving piece. And it really is true. You have to be able to take care of yourself so that you can be there for the people that you love. And again, I'm going to go back to the boundaries piece. Sometimes we're too scared to put boundaries up because we're concerned about what other people are going to think, feel, and how they're going to act and behave. And you know what? It doesn't matter because no. it does not matter. Ultimately, if you're the one who is the caregiver, if you're the one who is in service to others, it's really, you are responsible for yourself right. to ensure that you are, go back to our word, in alignment mm -hmm. and balanced within. Harmonious is a, is a word I, I, I love prefer harmony. to use. I, talk about, I don't talk about I, love, that. I, I don't about. either. And like I say, work-life balance doesn't exist. I absolutely uh, agree with that. It does not exist. And I'll be talking about that tomorrow night. Uh, work-life balance it's does not exist. It's harmony. It's not even work-life anything. Work is one of the many buckets and components. That's right. Up that harmonious center that is always moving. You have a constant center that are you in that authentic alignment to your own center as it's moving in your life? And do you feel that there is harmony? Balance is never an equation you're going to win. You're absolutely right. It really isn't because it, it you know, it's not there. Life, no, because something has to give in order for it to be balanced. So something right there. <laughs> right? instead of a moving center that mm -hmm. you feel like you are deeply connected to, and anywhere that pendulum might swing, you know your center is grounded in that space. There's a totally mm -hmm. different. It's one of the things as we, you know, doing the work and helping people get rid of the blocks, the barriers, the noise, the things that are in there. It's that where that pendulum's moving and swinging, mm -hmm. how, and the boundaries are absolutely critical. I, I, I channel my spirit animal Betty White, who says, "No, someone's opinion of you is none of your damn business," because what happens is we forget that. The the only thing we can control the only thing is what we think believe expect say and do you cannot it is absolutely 100% impossible to control that for any other living breathing organism Mm -hmm. So when you understand that your only option is how you're choosing to show up, how you're choosing to serve and how you choose to take personal responsibility, that is what is on your plate. What someone else chooses to do with it, that's none of your business. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Well, Candy, this has been an amazing, amazing interview. I so appreciate you coming on. It's taken a little while to get you here, and I'm thrilled we finally got you here. Um, it is an honor, a blessing. You have just uh, illuminated things for me, even, you know, which is, I think is wonderful. I love, walk I love doing these because I always learn something new. Mm -hmm. And you gave, like I said, you gave vulnerability and the word alignment a whole new facet for me which i think is great um i know that you have a free gift to offer uh the your seventh sense audience yes. uh, can you share with us what that's yeah, all about it's actually a really um simple 
assessment that gives you a snapshot of perhaps where you're not allowing access for you to step further into your intuition. And so it's called sayyesquiz.com. And what it is, is there's five categories and five questions in each category. So it'll ask you things about your own vision. It'll ask you about your energy, your mindfulness, your readiness, um, and where you're holding yourself accountable um, and the discipline you're creating. So there's questions in there because when we realize that we, when we can see our blocks, when we can see the noise, as I like to call it, that's getting in the way, we immediately can see where our opportunities are to open up access for more. So it's a self-evaluation that you can do a sliding scale and it instantly will show you where there's some opportunities for you to either release some beliefs to open up access or think about things differently even in our, like as we've done in our conversation today all of that's going to help you fine-tune and lean into your intuition more brilliant brilliant and you will be able to find that at www.sayyesquiz.com and that's all going to be listed um, when you go to your seventhsense.com when you click either on the audio or on the YouTube channel, you will see all of the information below that. So Candy, again, thank you so very much. I would love to invite you to come back next year when we do the second round, because this is just brilliant. There's so much that you can share with the, the Your Seventh Sense audience. And two, my audience, I wanna thank you for being here. From beautiful Miami, Florida, out in, uh, I'm on my parents' porch back here so it's wonderful being having this beautiful beautiful foliage behind me very energizing it's a wonderful place and I hope that you enjoyed listening to the show with all of this beauty behind me I'm Terry Wilderman your host and I look forward to seeing you again next time to your success unlock the power in you and elevate your seven cents with our intuitive leadership training programs masterminds VIP days and retreats to learn more, visit intuitiveleadership.com.